0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam in the name of Allah The most beneficent, the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah And that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger We continue the explanation on the classical collection of hadith And by uh, al-Imam al-Nawawi Known as salihin and we have reached Hadith 33. وعَنْ عَائِشَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا أَنَّهَا سَأَلَتَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ عَنِ الطَّاعُونِ فَأَخْبَرَهَا أَنَّهُ كَانَ عَذَابًا يَبْعَثُهُ, يبعثه اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَلَى مَنْ يَشَاءُ فَجَعَلَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى رَحْمَةً لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ فَلَيْسَ مِنْ عَبْدٍ يَقَعُ فِي, الطاعون فيمكث في بلده صابرا محتسبا يَعْلَمُ أَنَّهُ لَا يُصِيبُهُ إِلَّا مَا كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَهُ إِلَّا كَانَ لَهُ مِثْلُ أَجْرِ الشَّهِدِ In this narration, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, asked the messenger, Muhammad ﷺ, about the plague. About the plague. He told me that it was a punishment He told me that it was a punishment sent by Allah on whom he wished. And Allah made it a source of mercy for the believers. For if one, in the time of an epidemic plague, stays in his country patiently, hoping for Allah's reward, and believing that nothing will befall him except what Allah has written for him, he will get the reward of a martyr. He will get the reward of a martyr. The author, may Allah be pleased with him, the discussion of this narration The author, may Allah be pleased with him, may Allah's mercy be upon him Related this narration under the chapter of Patience And in it, Aisha, the mother of the believers and the wife of the Prophet ﷺ Asked the Messenger ﷺ about the ta'un, the plague And he told her that the plague was a punishment by Allah on whom he wished and the plague is a, it is said that it is a specific uh, epidemic and it is also said that this is every general epidemic uh, where it leads to um, the destruction of uh, many people, uh, then this is called a plague and irrespective whether it is of the specific type or the general type like the cholera for example and others, then this is a punishment which Allah has sent. However, However, Allah made it a source of mercy if it befalls the believers in a certain land and at the time of this epidemic the believers are patient and persevering knowing that nothing touches them or befalls them except what Allah has written for them then in this case Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward them will they will get the reward of a martyr they will get the reward of a martyr And that's why in another narration Reported from عبد bin بن عوف, May Allah be pleased with him That he said that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said إذا سمعتم به بأرض فلا تقدموا عليه فلا تقدموا عليه وإذا وقع بأرض وأنتم بها فلا تخرجوا فرارا منه In the hadith in Bukhari Volume 4 uh, Book 56 Hadith 697 Plague, the Prophet wasallam said Plague was a means of torture Sent on a group of the Israelites Or on some people before you So if you hear of its spread in a land So if you hear of its spread in a land Don't approach it don't approach it and if a plague should appear in a land where you are present then don't leave that land in order to run away from it from the plague so if the plague falls, befalls in a land so we are commanded not to approach this land not to approach this land why? because approaching this land means throwing oneself into destruction however if it befalls in a land then also we are commanded if we are present there that we should not leave that land in order to flee from the plague because fleeing is not gonna save us, it's not gonna be Anything that would be of a help. Remember, in this state, in this situation, the story which Allah informed us about in Surah Al-Baqarah, two, two, forty-three. ألم تر إلى الذين خرجوا من ديارهم وهم أولوف حذر الموت فقَالَ لَهُمُ اللَّهُ مُتَوَسِّمَ أَحْيَاهُمْ Don't you think of those who went forth from their homes in thousands fearing death Allah said to them die and then he restored them to life Truly Allah is full of bounty to mankind but most men thank not Meaning to make them know that there is no free from the decree of Allah except to Allah That people should return to Allah So in this narration reported by Aisha, the mother of the believers, there is evidence for the merit of patience and seeking reward on patience, and that if the person is patient and trains himself on patience where the plague befalls and he dies there, then a great reward will be achieved he will achieve a great reward, like the reward of a martyr like the reward of a martyr Why? Because under situations where the plague may befall then we know that life is something dear to man so he thinks about fleeing fleeing, fearing the plague but if he is patient and stays and anticipates the reward and that he knows that nothing that befalls him is gonna miss him Then if he dies then Then he will receive the reward of a martyr And this is from the blessing and favor of Allah Azza wa Jal most mighty and most majestic is he This concludes the explanation of this narration We move to narration 34 Wa Anasin رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَزَّ وَجَلْ قَالَ إِذَا ابْتَلَيْتُ عَبْدِي بِحَبِيبَتَيْهِ فَصَبَرْ عَوَّطْتُهُ مِنْهُمَا الْجَنَّةِ عَوَّطْتُهُ عوضته مِنْهُمَا الْجَنَّةِ Meaning his eyes uh, In this hadith Anas may Allah be pleased with him said I heard the messenger of Allah Muhammad وسلم saying Allah the glorious and exalted said when I afflict my slave in his two dear things, meaning his eyes, and he endures patiently, I shall compensate him for them with paradise. I shall compensate him for them with paradise. In this narration, the Prophet wasallam informed us that if he deprives the slave of his two beloved Things, meaning his eyes and then he becomes blind but patient except that Allah will compensate him for them by admitting him to paradise why because the eye is beloved to the person to man if then Allah takes it and the person is patient and anticipates the reward then Allah compensate him for that in paradise. And paradise is better than the entire life of this world. Indeed, the Prophet ﷺ said in one narration, La Ahadikum min Dunya Wama as in Sahih al Bukhari Volume four, Book fifty two Narration 143 The Prophet ﷺ said And a place in paradise As small as that occupied by the whip of one of you Is better than the world and whatever is on its surface Is better than the world and whatever is on its surface So this is like the equivalent of one meter space in paradise Is better than the entire worldly life And what's in it Why? Because what's in the hereafter What's in the hereafter Is Unperishable Stays forever While this life Comes to an end And that's why this little area in paradise Is better Than this life And what it contains And know May Allah's mercy be upon me and you That Allah The one free of all imperfection The most high If he takes away One of the senses One of our senses Then It is mostly the case, that he compensates it in amplification of other senses, such that it will lighten the pain of loss of whatever senses he may take. Take the blind, for example, take the blind, for example, Allah bestows upon him the strength of sensation and contemplation To the extent that you see some of them walking the markets and the streets As if they have full sight He feels the curves in the markets He feels the slopes and heights Of the road, to the extent even that if he takes a taxi or a cab from a place in the city, intending home, you find him telling the cab driver, take right, take left, until he stops him at the door of his House while the cab driver does not know the house, but he does. Subhanallah, Allah is free from all imperfection. Allah the Mighty and Most Majestic, if His wisdom entails that He takes away One of the senses of a person Then it is Most likely the case That he Will compensate him And make other senses Strong And stronger And with uh, Penetrating contemplation And Allah Is the one who bestows all success this brings the end of the explanation of this uh, of this hadith or narration from the Prophet ﷺ. We move to the last narration for tonight, hadith number thirty-five. وَعَنْ عَطَاءٍ بْنِ أَبِي رَبَاحٍ قَالَ قَالَ لِإِبْنِ عَبَاسٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا أَلَا أُرِيكُمْ رَأْءَةً مِنْ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ فَقُلْتُ بَلَى قَالَ هَذِهِ الْمَرَأَةُ السُّودَةُ أتت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقالت إني أسرع إني أسرع وإني أتكشف فادعوا الله تعالى لي قال إن شئت صبرت ولك الجنة وإن شئت دعوت الله تعالى أن يعافيك فقالت أصبر فقالت إني أتكشف. اللَّهَ أَنْ لَا أَتَكَشَّفْ Fada لَهَا In this narration Ibn Abbas May Allah be pleased with him And his father said to me Said to Ataa bin Rabah Shall I show you a woman of the people of paradise Shall I show you a woman of the people of paradise I said yes He said This black woman This black lady Came to the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam And said I get attacks of epilepsy I get attacks of epilepsy And my body becomes uncovered And my body becomes Uncovered Please invoke Allah for me. Please invoke Allah for me. Make supplication. Please invoke Allah for me. The Prophet ﷺ said to her, If you wish, be patient and you will have enter paradise meaning you will be rewarded in paradise and if you wish, I will invoke Allah to cure you she said I will remain patient I will remain patient and added but I become uncovered meaning when she falls into the epilepsy state, she said but I become uncovered So please invoke Allah for me that I may not become uncovered, it may not happen. Here Ibn Abbas tells Ata' bin Abi Rabah, he tells him, shall I show you a woman of the people of paradise, that is because the people of paradise falls fall into two categories fall into two categories the people of paradise fall into two categories first category those whom we testify that they are from the people of paradise by description by description by their description second we testify that they are from the people of paradise themselves in essence in essence those first category those whom we testify that they are from the people of paradise because of their qualities and description, then this applies to every believer, every believer who fears Allah and ascribes to his commands, we testify that he is from the people of paradise, every believer. As Allah the Most High said in Surah Al-Imran chapter 3 verse 133 Allah said about Paradise أعدت للمتقين للمتقين." Prepared for the pious and righteous meaning paradise Also He said in Surah Al-Bayna verse 7 and 8 chapter 98 verses 7 and 8 ان الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات اولئك هم خير البريه جزاؤهم عند ربهم جنات عدن تجري من تحتها الانهار خالدين فيها ابدا خالدين فيها ابدا ان الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات اولئكهم al Verily, those who believe and do righteous good deeds, they are the best of creatures. Their reward with their Lord is Adan, paradise underneath which rivers flow. They will abide therein forever. So every believer... Every righteous, pious believer who does righteous deeds, we testify that he is from the people of paradise, but we don't say and we don't specify that he is such and such. You understand? Because we don't know what will his end be before he dies. You understand? We generalize and say, That every believer Who is pious and righteous Is from the people of paradise But we don't Specify and say that Such and such is in paradise Because we don't know What his end may be And also because We don't know his inner state As his outer state We don't know His inward As his outward And that's why we don't specify this in essence, we don't specify this in essence So if a person dies while it is known that he is a person of goodness Then we say, we hope that he is from the people of paradise but we don't testify that he, this particular person, is from the people of paradise We say we hope Narju, We hope أن يكون من أهل الجنة We hope that he is from the people of paradise even, even so, even so, even so, we assume that he dies as a Muslim Because we take the apparent Only the inner world Is The Allah is known uh, The inner The inward is only known to Allah But we say that Every Muslim Every believer Is in paradise Every believer Is in paradise What we don't specify Even when we say uh, uh, This We don't specify That such and such Is in Paradise the second uh, category, the second category is a category to whom we testify in person that they are in paradise The second category is the category to whom we specify in person that they are from the people of paradise And who are they? They are the ones whom the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam testified that for them That they are from the people of paradise In person Like the ten Who received the glad tidings As From the people of being From the people of paradise And who are they They are Abu Bakr first Umar Uthman, Ali Saeed bin Zaid sa bin Abi Waqas, Rahman bin Aouf, Talha bin Ubaidillah, Abu Ubaida Amir bin Al-Jarrah, Waz Zubayr bin Al-Awam, may Allah be pleased with them all, and also like Thabit bin Qais bin Shammas, and the like of Sa'd and also Saad bin Mu'adh. and Abdullah bin Salam and Bilal bin Rabah Bilal bin Rabah and others those were specified by the Prophet so then we uh, testify to them in person so we say we testify that Abu Bakr is in paradise we testify that Umar is in paradise ونشهد, we testify that Uthman is in paradise ونشهد, and we testify that Ali is in paradise, in Jannah We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the dwellers of paradise And from this From them is this woman, right? from them, is this woman in the hadith, isn't it? I'm asking you, isn't it? The woman specified in this hadith Ibn Abbas told his student, Ata' he told his student, Ata' Bin Rabah This is one of the prominent students of Ibn Abbas He told him, shall I show you a woman of the people of paradise? He said, yes He said This black woman, black lady (coughs) Yes So (coughs) This black woman Who May have not been considered In the society She Got Attacks Of epilepsy and she used to get uncovered during these attacks so she came to the Prophet and she asked him to invoke Allah, to supplicate Allah for her the Prophet responded if you wish, I will supplicate Allah for you and if you wish, you be patient and in paradise, you will be admitted to paradise She said, I will be patient. He told her, if you wish, you be patient, and you enter paradise. And if you wish, I will invoke Allah to cure you. She said, I will be patient. Although she used to suffer, and she was hurt because of the epilepsy, but she endured, and she chose that. Why? because she wanted to be from the people of paradise she wanted to be from the people of paradise but she requested she requested and said O Messenger of Allah إني أتكشف but I become uncovered so please invoke Allah for me that I may not become uncovered so the Prophet invoked Allah for her that she does not become uncovered so this is what occurred upon the attack of epilepsy she did not become uncovered An epilepsy we seek refuge in Allah from this, is of two types first type is epilepsy due to nervous disturbance epilepsy due to nervous disturbance and this is an organic disease which could be treated by by physical or by uh, physicians by way of medication which may render it weak in intensity or may cure it completely by the will of Allah. This is the first kind. The second kind, of kind is due to the cause of jinn and devils, the Jinni may overcome the human and may make him go into these states and may even occupy the person and throw him to the ground and get unconscious because of the intensity of the suffering and he may not feel any of anything of that and the shayateen and the jinn may take over the person and begin to speak on his tongue and the one who hears the speech thinks that the human is talking however it is the jinni and that's why you find in their words differences not <coughs> in harmony not as when they are awake truly. Why? Because uh, due to the effect of the jinni. This kind of epilepsy we seek refuge in Allah from this. The cure for this is through the recitation or by the recitation of the Quran from the people of knowledge and people of righteousness. Recite upon this afflicted person. Sometimes the jinn may speak and talk to them and sometimes may say the reason for taking hold of this human and other times he may not say anything. And the possession of the Jinni to the insi, to the human is affirmed through the Quran or by the Quran, and by the Sunnah, and by actual facts, realities. In the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 275, الذين يأكلون الربع لا يقومون إلا كما يأقوم الذين يتخبطه الشيطان من المس. Those who eat usually, Those who eat usually will not stand on the day of resurrection, except like the standing of a person beaten by shaitan leading him to insanity. So this is indication or evidence that the shaitan affects the person through this state. No. And in the Sunnah, uh, from the Sunnah, is the narration (coughs) reported by Imam Ahmad in his Musnad He said that the Prophet was on one of his travels and he passed by a woman who had a child and the child was suffering an attack of epilepsy So she brought him to the Prophet and he the Prophet spoke and addressed the jinni in him, possessing him And he spoke to him and he commanded him and he left him. So the woman, (coughs) the mother of this boy, gave the Messenger a gift. She gave him a gift. Also, (coughs) in the story, where many, in reality, many people of knowledge uh, dealt with people in such states and the jinni spoke to them and they spoke to him and from them is Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah may Allah be pleased with him whom his student Ibn al-Qayyim may Allah rahimahumullah may Allah's mercy be upon both of them and he's a student of Shaykh al-Islam he said one time a man who was suffering from epilepsy was brought to Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah so Ibn Taymiyyah, began reciting upon him the Quran and addressing him, telling and she was a woman, Jinni, a female Jinni. And he used to tell her, "Ittaqillaha khruji fear Allah and leave him. She said, Inni Uridu wa I want this man and I love him. So Shaykh al Islam said, but he does not love you. So leave him. She said, Inni and Ahuja Bihi, I would like to take him on the journey to make the pilgrimage. He said to her, La Yuridu and he doesn't want that you take him to pilgrimage. So leave him. So she rejected and refused. So he began reciting, reciting, and then striking the man strongly to the extent that the hands of Sheikh al-Islam became hurt so the Jinni woman said I will leave him as an honor to the Sheikh, meaning to Ibn Taymiyyah I will leave him as an honor to Ibn Taymiyyah, to the Shaykh he said, no لا كرامة لي. don't leave because of honoring me ta'atan طاعة wa ورسوله Rather leave Because of obedience To Allah And his messenger So he continued Until she left him And when she left him The man become, became alert And he said What brought me To the shaykh They said Subhanallah Didn't you feel the beating on you," he said, "I didn't feel, I didn't feel anything." And the stories regarding this and examples are many. This type of epilepsy has two treatments to it. The first treatment is to repel it, ward it off. How? By performing the legislated remembrances in the morning and the evening the person should not lack doing the remembrances of Allah which protects from the devil and his associates these are written and known from that is the verse in Surah Al-Baqarah known as Ayat Al-Kursi and the one who recites it at night, then a God will be guarding him all the night. A God from Allah will guard him all the night. And no shaitan will come to him until he awakes. And from that is Surah Al-Ikhlas, chapter 112, chapter 113, chapter 114 of the Quran. And also there are textual proof, proofs from the Prophet ﷺ. So the Muslims should be keen about doing them in the morning and the evening. So, these are from the causes to ward off the jinnies, devils, and so forth and, and, and their associates As to the lifting The second treatment is lifting, removing So, if the person becomes afflicted or touched by the jinnies and their effects then he should recite or a recitation should be performed upon him using the Quran And especially verses of threats and warnings and verses in which there is seeking refuge in Allah until this jinni devil leaves him. him. So the point of evidence from this hadith, the point of evidence one more time from this hadith is that the Prophet said to her in shi'ti sabarti if you are patient then I, and you, then you will have as a reward paradise, she said I will be patient and this indicates the merit and virtue of patience and that it is a cause for admittance to paradise <coughs> and all success is from Allah <coughs> this brings the end of the discussion of these three narrations I ask Allah the most high to make them a benefit for myself and for all of you Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen صلى الله النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم